This podcast is proudly sponsored by MIPS, the indemnity partner of four out of five healthcare students. It's free to become a student member. For more information regarding MIPS student membership, please visit qr.mips.com.au. All right, everyone, let's call a timeout. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of The Timeout. The guests around me today are people you've been dying to listen um, to hear things from at the moment. They are the very people who brought you the show for the past year. So this is me, Ganisht, one of the co-hosts of The Timeout, and I was responsible this year um, for contacting guests, getting them to chat, and convince them to tell me their deepest and darkest secrets about how they got to where they are. Next to me is Aiden. Hi, I'm Aiden. Uh, I'm the other co-host for The Timeout podcast for 2021. Similar to Ganisht, I've had the responsibility and uh, the pleasure of interviewing a lot of fantastic guests this year and um, it's it's been a privilege to hear their stories and you know involved in that role of course I've been contacting surgeons liaising with with them um, and you know editing listening back to episodes and um, helping to to produce the 20 episodes that we have this year um, so it's been a fantastic journey We've also got uh, our two major supports uh, with us, Chloe and Noreen, uh, who have been fantastic this year. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Chloe, and I've been the promotions officer slash manager for the time out um, this year. So mostly I've been doing the social media posts, um, which involves haranguing the boys for their pictures from the guests and then being harangued by Noreen to get my pictures up soon. But the main task has been promoting to you all the um, words and wisdom of these surgeons and their fantastic stories throughout the year. Hi, I'm Noreen. I'm the editor of the podcast. I've had the pleasure of listening to Aiden and Ganesh's beautiful voices for hours at a time, editing each podcast episode and also listening to every single podcast episode. And it's been an amazing experience learning about all the tech behind the scenes and how many arms someone can say within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> We're very grateful that Noreen edits them out. You, uh, you you make us sound a lot better than we actually are, Noreen. I know every time I mention it to the guests, I say, don't worry, there is someone who will work their magic. And it was Noreen, everybody. Um, and it's crazy how well describing the roles, we really started discussing about things we didn't initially sign up for, but ended up doing as part of a team. And we'll jump into, you know, the, the different other things we've had to do and collaborated on throughout the episode today. But for now, in true timeout fashion, um, we'll start with a few warm-up questions. And the way we'll do it is because Aiden and myself are used to asking the questions, but we have some people in the hot seat, but everyone will get a chance at answering a question. So my question to you, Chloe, is if you could invite anyone historical figure celebrity to a dinner party who would you invite and why i recently um read slash listened to the audiobook of the woman who discovered CRISPR, and oh, um jennifer doudna jennifer doudna that's yeah. the person who is currently springing to my mind um i think her story was so interesting and that 
autobiography was amazing and I would highly recommend it. So that's someone who I think would just be so interesting to sit down and have a dinner with right now. Yeah, well, one incredible powerhouse of a woman talking about another one. Amazing. How about you get to ask a question now, Chloe? Okay, um, I'm asking Noreen um, a silly question inspired by Guinness shirt. Fruit or vegetables? Fruit, 100%. And what's your favourite? <laughs> Probably mangoes, like especially Australian mangoes. I have a friend who came over from New Zealand and they were so jealous of how sweet and amazing Australian mangoes are compared to overseas. So definitely and mangoes. season's coming around, is it? Yeah, yeah. summer. Nice. Yeah. Okay, my question to you, Aiden, is if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, well, not including travel restrictions, where would you go? That's a very good question, Noreen. I don't think we used that one, actually, did we? Maybe. Well, like many people, I am very keen to get back to, to travel once the restrictions are lifted. Um, I Most of my family is in Ireland, so that would probably be the top of my list, I think. Um, haven't seen them for a couple of years, so... Going back to visit them, um, yeah, would be would be really nice, and yeah, hopefully I can um, get to do that sometime in the next twelve months. I think probably uh, holiday-wise, I was thinking about or, or started kind of researching before COVID, um, going over to Japan. I think that would be a really cool place to go to. Certainly wouldn't be breaking any barriers by being an Australian tourist in Japan, but um, yeah, I think. Uh, that would be an awesome place to travel to, um, maybe ski, go over there in the winter. That would be really cool. So final warm-up question for you, Ganesh. We'll put you in the hot seat now. This is a, a question, in contrast to Noreen's question, a question we asked, I think, almost every guest. And the question is, what would you be doing outside of medicine if, if you weren't a med student? Hmm. I've gone through you know, all the stages that a young boy goes through. Um, starting with I wanted to be a professional footballer and then realised I was a bit too old um, to consolidate that dream. wanted to be a pilot as well. I just really liked, you know, all the things that were the crazes at that time. But right now, I think I'd get into marketing. I don't know why. I do like the idea of selling things and promoting things. You've seen Chloe's work this year. (laughs) Definitely inspired by her work. But I think, yeah, that's, that's something on the side. Who knows? We might be able to combine it with medicine later. Amazing. Well, it was great to hear um, thoughts from around the room in terms of warm-up questions, because really, I've never had to answer that before on the episode. But now, we'll move to a bit of a recap of the year, because we all have our perspective of how the episodes have gone, stories we'd like to share with all of you. Yeah, as well, it's just reminisce for all of you to look back on the incredible year that we've had as well. And starting with to everyone here, what do you think the value of what we produced this year was? Well, I think I'll, um, I'll start off. I think, you know, Ganesh, you and I have had the, the privilege of physically um, or on Zoom most, most often um, sitting down with these surgeons uh, and the nurses and techs as well in my um, position. And I think hearing their stories for me has provided a couple of benefits. Firstly, I think they're, they're just really interesting. Um, and you know, I, I, like many people, I think find it great to just be interested and hear about different stories and um, different backgrounds. I think secondly, they're really inspiring. Um, so for me, listening to the amazing things that some people out there have done um, 
you know, we've, we've had, you know, guests who, you know, work for the Defence Force, you know, work in overseas countries. We've had a guest who's won a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, you know, we've had an Australian of the Year. We've had some really amazing guests on the show this year. And so being inspired by them has been really um, fantastic, I think. And then thirdly and finally, I think it's most of all for, for med students and junior doctors been reassuring. Um, I think hearing these journeys uh, and the fact that they're so diverse and so different and there's lots of different ways to, to get to wherever you want to go has been really reassuring to hear um, and you know, I think kind of put a lot of the fears that, that I've had and I think a lot of other med students and junior doctors have about, oh, am I going down the right path? Is this the right decision? Um, yeah, really put that to rest and um, being able to see that there's lots of different ways to, to get there um, has been really great for, for me and hopefully lots of other people this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. Sometimes after talking to a surgeon, it was almost almost this little selfish notion of, wow, I've, I've had the opportunity to be inspired by someone. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized we've been able to bring this to all the thousands of listeners that we have, and all of them would have had their interaction with that, it's, it's something great to, to realize. And not just ourselves as co-hosts, I suppose, but it was very good to hear, even on the promotions and editing side of things, did you find inspiration in the people we spoke to? I think for myself, um, I think sort of echoing one of Aidan's last points, it was all about the range of perspectives that you could gather from like the different guests. That's something I found really, really valuable um, in terms of, you know, the word surgeon gets thrown out and it you imagine quite a homogenous group. But I think the diversity of the guests that we have shown on this podcast and their stories and their different journeys just really provide so many perspectives and so many ways to doing the same thing and it's just been really cool to hear those stories and to get that insight into their lives and journeys yeah and I will add you know this is our 20th episode for the year and you know I've mentioned the many inspirational people that we've had but across those 20 episodes we've had people from um, multiple different states um, you know both rural and um, cities in Australia. We've had a guest from New Zealand. Um, Many of those guests have worked overseas or come from um, countries other than Australia. We've had trainees and consultants, um, of course, had um, a couple of nurses and a tech as well, uh, and now us. So, yeah, I think we've been able to really capture a broad um, kind of range of people within and around surgery as well. Yeah, definitely. I think you've all framed it very nicely and I don't have too much to add, but I just think that it's such a good way in this platform to be able to get people to access the stories behind these surgeons because you wouldn't normally just walk up to head of department somewhere and ask them about like, what were you like in medical school? (laughs) It's not the kind of easy thing to do. So I think the podcast gives a really good platform for us to hear about all these diverse stories and backgrounds in a way that is easy to listen to and in in a good way yeah yeah and you more than anyone would have heard really what the people are like including ourselves so you know you got to see the humans behind the behind the titles as we once called it um so there was incredible value to what we did which i think is part of the reason why we signed up for this um in the first place we all felt there was something we could do with this we all felt there was an important role we could bring to that um, I know for me, for example, the first couple of 
reasons why I signed up was I really enjoyed that going to, as Noreen was saying, sometimes approaching people on placement and saying, hey, um, do you want to get coffee one day and chat about something um, for me to learn about their journey? And so this opportunity to do it for an audience was something that I really want to take on. I must admit, yeah, I must admit um, I kind of loved the podcast last year, but never, I never really listened to it thinking, oh, I could be a part of that next year. It kind of just was a little bit, not last minute, but it, it, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, I'll throw my hat into the ring when the opportunity came up. But, um, yeah, it wasn't really something I'd, I'd kind of planned. But, you know, on your point of kind of asking a consultant for a coffee or whatever, I think one thing this year has taught me is that um, almost every consultant is actually way more approachable than you think they are. Yeah. I mean, we have been so lucky. It's, you know, one of the things I'll touch on, but that there are just so many people out there that have been so willing to help us. Um, you know, I know that last year's team mentioned it as well, but none of these surgeons um, or, or, or Tammy and Philly and Raj, you know, did it for anything other than to, you know, help the, the listenership, share their story, share their lessons. Um, they certainly weren't paid or anything like that. And really everyone, you know, we would just send an email, you know, random email perhaps to an address we just found online. And almost always they were just so happy to help. So, yeah, I think that's taught me going forwards that, you know, if you don't ask, you, you'll never receive. So a lot of these people I think are... Um, as you say, you know, they've got the, the big title and all of that, but they're actually really happy to just sit down and have a coffee with you or have a chat. Yeah, I think one of the barriers to that was um, would they, you know, be willing to talk to me, the lowly medical student? Um, and so several people who approached was almost down the corridor and said, hey, I'm, and shaking the whole time, um, I'm recording this podcast, would you like to be on it? And then until they say, yeah, I'd love to. And then it slowly, they made me, you know, feel quite comfortable about the whole journey. So definitely there's something to be taken away from that. Now, the other thing that we uh, also wanted to chat about was whether those reasons why we signed up for at the start and those goals that we set out for ourselves, whether we met some of those goals. Yeah, well, I think for myself, I initially signed up as a bit of a kind of creative hobby. Um, that's why I was sort of went for the social media role where I'd get to like um, make all the promotions material. And I just thought that that would be a fun thing to do. And it indeed has been a very fun thing to do um, this year. I'd take my mind off some of the study. And yeah, some of my goals for the year that we all sort of discussed was just really making our presence sort of consistent and heard. And um, so having a really regular posting schedule and like opening up our like our own Facebook page and our own Twitter page and making a bit of a slightly dodgy but still a webs page um, that we have just to put all our stuff there have been some of my goals and I mean we ticked all those boxes and we've been like really consistent with our posting and even though sometimes I would do it five minutes before it still happened so um yeah so on the promotion side of things um there were some things we didn't forecast we'd be doing which uh, that's one of the places where we definitely did that for example having to talk about the podcast to you know different um, associations Mm. that we were affiliated with um also reaching out to people because i think one of the other things we wanted to do was get on more people to support us and that's something that would have fallen under promotions quite a bit yeah, as well. Yeah, we were able to use our platforms like Twitter to connect with 
guests and to connect with their audiences as well. We started an Instagram page, which has been really fun just to keep up a different sort of presence on a different platform. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. If you haven't checked the Instagram, you should go onto <laughs> it right now because there's a beautiful display, meticulous display of we wanted three tiles for each guest. Anyway, it's for you to go and discover. What about yourself, Noreen? Was there anything you wanted to accomplish at the start of this that you have eventually done? Well, I wanted to join the team because I knew that podcasts were like an up and coming thing. And I honestly, before this, I didn't really listen to any podcast except this one um but it's been a very interesting experience like previously I've done a bit of editing but nothing really this consistent or at this professional level so I've learned a lot about what happens behind the scenes of podcasts and just been really inspired by the team as well how motivated you guys all are and listening to all the surgeon stories like at the start when I first joined I was just getting into being interested in surgery, but this has definitely cemented that a bit more, hearing about all these diverse backgrounds and how they all found their love of surgery. Yeah, because yeah, you'll have to dispel a myth right now, and that's I, I think it's an arcane art of editing, of knowing what to do, what to do when, and the guests have also been amazed at, are you sure the editing team will be able to do that? Was it as tough as it sounds to edit all the episodes? Um, it's probably not as tough as people make it sound like the first episode I think it was one of Aiden's episodes took quite a while and we re-recorded a lot of questions and had did a lot of cutting and splicing and everything but after that the hosts made it very easy to do because they just did everything in one take pretty much and it was just deleting a couple of gaps or silences or a few ums if I felt like it and yeah so if anyone's interested in getting onto editing, it's actually not as scary as it sounds. I think we we um, got a very good kind of flow down, and you know, a, a system of getting the podcast recorded and then edited and listening back to it. And um, I must say, <laughs> yeah, you're right, Noreen. My that first episode that I ever did, it just went for way too long, and I had way too many notes and. Obviously, you know, it, it turned out fine, uh, which was 100% because of the amazing guest that I was interviewing. But um, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, from a personal perspective, got way better at um, just being more natural. And, you know, for example, I the amount of notes that I had decreased consistently throughout the year. And I found that actually helped just keeping it conversational and um I remember this I think it was the second episode I I ever did was with Declan Murphy and he had his own you know set up and everything ready to go and I sat down he said all right we're going to do this all in one take and that was very scary for me because I hadn't done that before and I knew that I'd edited we'd edited the previous episode a lot Um, but it was great and after I did that one I was like oh I could probably just do it all in one take from now on and it sounds sounds much more natural I think so um, yeah we got a pretty good system um, down pat and yeah I think it actually increased the quality when it was just a bit more of a conversation yeah no you definitely hit the nail on the head there with um it was a trial and error of what would work especially working in a team of four adapting to the schedules of each one sometimes well most of the times Chloe telling me can you please get a picture and can you please do that appropriately so um, but we learned how to work as part of a team which is what made each of us trust the other person would do their side of things. If I recorded, I knew that 
I would sound better uh, with Noreen's work and our episode would be better out there thanks to Chloe as well. So relying on each other was something that also emerged out of everything else that we accomplished. Um, now, actually, Noreen has some very valuable information for us that I know we hear every time we meet up for meetings, but she will hopefully now give us an overview of what the, the podcast has done in terms of metrics. You know, for those of us interested in the numbers, we were also interested to find out where are our listeners, what levels are they from, what countries are they dialing in. That blew my mind that we went international at some point. But Noreen, do you have anything you'd like to share with us in terms of, you know, what the timeout has done? Yeah, so I'll share a few stats. We've hit over 6,000 listens since we started in 2020. And our most listened episodes from this year were Dr. Neela and Dr. Naveed and Professor Munjib. Um, we've had quite a few international listeners, actually, with almost 200 from New Zealand, over 100 from the UK, almost 100 from the US and almost 50 from Canada as well. So got a bit of an international listenership there. I know that just thrills me to know right now there are people listening to us from those places. It is definitely interesting to see international listeners just because we don't really promote specifically to them and it's interesting to see that they are finding our podcast and hopefully finding it useful if they're listening to it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I agree with Noreen. I don't think we specifically um, promoted to other countries, but I think we definitely worked a lot on promoting interstate and around Australia this year, like by having all the surgeons kind of facilitated by Zoom and the pandemic. We were able to interview a lot of surgeons from interstate and um, that was... I think that really expanded our listenership just sort of, you know, we're all Unimelb students, but we wanted to make this like broader than that. And I think that really helped. And I think, yeah, by having someone from um, New Zealand come on, we'll hopefully then expand over there because, you know, it is um, an Australian and New Zealand sort of surgical society. Then hopefully, you know, next year, maybe people can set their sights on some really incredible international surgeons who could expand our viewership even more. We've definitely um, been standing on the shoulders of giants, so to speak, and there have been you know, people that have helped us throughout the journey. One thing we could probably complement that, um, Ganesh, with we, we recently put out um, a, a bit of a survey that a lot of our listeners may have noticed. Um, so um, we were just wanted to find out a bit more about, you know, who our, as Ganesh was saying, you know, who our listeners are, where they come from, um, what level they're at. Um, so we, we did put out a Google form um, that I can share some results oh, from. Yes. and they Give were, us the data. We love yeah, it. well, uh, you know, a lot of it, it's interesting to compare to our listenerships. Uh, again, a lot um, from Australia and from Melbourne, but, yeah, again, a few international um, people, which is, which is great to see. Definitely, as we suspected, um, the majority, so kind of between 80 kind of 80 to 90 percent of our listeners are med students as we as we thought but um a few junior doctors as well there is a, a good healthy population of our listeners who are junior doctors too so we yeah we kind of um i guess that kind of confirmed what we thought in terms of who is mostly listening to our podcast i found it really interesting to see you know we had a section saying what are your interests and 
a lot of there were a lot of people who were interested in surgery of course but a lot of people just said you know just interested in medicine in general interested in the stories interested in being inspired and yeah I think that's one of the great things about the podcast that a lot of the lessons are really transferable whether you're interested in surgery or not yeah that was one of the um, piece of feedback we received one time do you remember how uh, this one person said they just didn't want a medical show. Yeah. They wanted, and they found in our show the chance to just talk and listen to things around medicine. So we're not telling people, you know, how to take an appendix out, but we're telling the people, this is a human, this is what they did. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we were lucky. One of the other parts we put in the form was, you know, any ideas or suggestions. And, you know, I'm not going to give away any secrets today, but I will say that we had some some fantastic ideas some of which we had thought of and some of which we definitely hadn't um and yes i can um, assure next year's team and next year's listeners that we'll we'll be passing them all on so hopefully um some great things to you know continue um the the theme of our show in terms of hearing about the human behind the title but then also yeah some fantastic ideas to be expanded upon um for next year and beyond um for the google form itself it is up at all of our social media sites so it's on our on our twitter on our instagram on our facebook and we'll be uh, leaving that open for another week Um, so that'll be friday the 26th of november Uh, and we've got um, some amboss vouchers to give away we've got some six month memberships and some 12 month memberships we're very grateful to the support from amboss so um, we would love to hear more about who our audience is so i'd really encourage um, any any of our listeners to quickly jump on it'll take you probably two to three minutes I reckon and um, yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts and there could be an Amboss voucher in there for you as well. Now uh, some of the other things that are very worthwhile to reflect on uh, as we started talking about we've had the support of you know several organizations including Amboss that we mentioned but I personally remember that to get us off the ground where we were when we first started some key people have been instrumental for example I'm thinking of Triple SM and the president, well, while we were there, was Damien, who you know supported us to help us go from where we were to where we are. You know, reflecting at the end of the year. So there was Damien Branton from Triple SM, and we're very grateful for their help. And all of that wouldn't have been possible, of course, without you know our sponsors, the Department of Surgery, first of all, MIPS, the Medical Indemnity Protection Society. I suppose also just a, a huge shout out to last year's team. We were very lucky that we, you know, inherited such a great thing from Jason, Karen and Alex. So um, it was awesome to kind of take what they had built up and continue building on it. But they no doubt made our job a lot easier by having all of the uh, infrastructure and everything in place. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're really grateful to, to them too. Yeah, now things were easy with all that support that we received but there have also been the occasional, I suppose, spoke in our wheels in terms of little challenges we would all have encountered as part of our roles. Part of the things that come to my mind are, for example, logistical things of getting in touch with people and sometimes having to change last minute due to their commitments. And of course, saving a life is more important than appearing on this show. But those are some of the things that come to my mind. Have there been any other challenges for us over here that we've encountered? I think mine is just making sure everyone's on time. <laughs> so that's kind of been my role, I guess, as we've, or Noreen has also been keeping me on time, but 
because I know Noreen's uh, waiting for me. I keep the boys on time. So um, that's been one of our little things. But creating a regular posting schedule, as we've sort of mentioned, was our goal. So everyone was really happy to um, accept my messages at late hours. <laughs> so And making sure we'd taken photos. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kanish sure and I got in lots of trouble when we forgot to take photos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that was even the start of the challenges that you've had to face at some point, Aiden. Yeah, look, look, I must say on on the balance, it's been um, fantastic, and as I said, the surgeons have been uh, brilliant, um, and all of our guests have been brilliant. Um, yeah, of course, there were the occasional challenges, most of them logistical. Um, you know, we uh, we had did organise for our first episode um, that you know the four of us were all going to be there, and we we booked in a time and all of that, and then. Um, the surgeon had to cancel, you know, got called into theatre. And, um, yeah, of course that happened. And, you know, it happened a few times during the year and it was obviously, yeah, um, we were so grateful for their time that that, that didn't matter and we just worked yeah. worked around it. And it did tend to be a little bit easier with Zoom, a lot of, especially in the second half of our episode, of the year, our episodes were on Zoom. Um, so that's a little bit easier to reschedule. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, understanding the unpredictable nature of surgery sometimes did impact um you know on on some last minute reschedules i did have also a pretty crazy start to the year i I think i did my first three episodes in a week um just because i was so nervous of getting behind (laughs) yeah probably um so yeah i did three months of episodes in in one week and um that was a steep learning curve but it was great and um yeah, I was I was happy that I did that and kind of got ahead a little bit, but there was a lot of running around and um, Noreen and I spent a lot of time on editing that that week and the week after. I remember much more than we did for any other episode. So um, yeah, the, the challenges were probably more more so present earlier in the year for you as well, Noreen. Do you yeah. reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I think my main challenge was just learning how to edit a podcast, <laughs> learning the software, learning the podcast platform. I've never heard of like Wooshka or Podbean before this but it was good to learn about that sort of area I think as the year progressed it just got easier and easier as we got into the flow of things like I think we had a good circle of accountability like we were just chasing up on each other and never really had to like chase someone up too long for getting stuff done so yeah 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 mentioning a very important point because I feel yes there there were the thorns in the way but uh, regular catch-ups, even as a team, to try and work out what we'll be doing, mapping it out until the end of the year, those have been really instrumental. So um, that only you know speaks to how each one of us over here um, brought so much good energy to the table, uh, which I know we're all grateful for. And we could perhaps keep yarning about this all day, but um, we do have some other things we wanted to touch on in terms of today. And that was reflecting on the guests and the lessons that we've received from here. Now it's hard to distill it down to, you know, the next few minutes that we have to chat about this. And I'm sure the listeners had their own lessons that mattered to them. And if you do have things that mattered to you that we haven't mentioned today, please reach out and let us know, you know, what's been important to you. Some of the things that strike me were, as you mentioned at the start, the diversity of parts but one of the more, I suppose, specific things was realizing that failure was part of it in some cases where there were surgeons who set out to be surgeons, didn't get in the first time, and that didn't make them any less of a doctor or any less of a human, really. And they persevered, 
took the lessons that they learned along the way with them. So for me, that was one of the interesting lessons that I came to learn, as well as being immersed in, I suppose, a medical school kind of environment. We are sheltered in a way from the possibilities of what medicine and surgery can be in the rest of the world. I mean, we've been quite privileged to be here in Melbourne, but to hear the stories of surgeons who went to volunteer abroad for a couple of years or who haven't always worked in the metro settings that you know some of us are more accustomed to than others um, that was eye-opening for me are there any such lessons for you Aiden that do you yeah. stand out yeah definitely lots as you say it's kind of hard to distill them into a few minutes I think probably two that I'll mention that that really stuck out for me um, the first one was something that uh, Fiona Wood mentioned um, the the phrase creative meandering and I think we spoke about focused meandering actually and then yeah kind of creative meandering as well and um, it's a concept that you know I'd had a surgeon at work had mentioned it to me as well and I think Martin Richardson last year talked about it too and I think it's great I think it's almost just coming back to that kind of reassuring nature of you know what am I going to do what's the right thing to do Um, I really liked the concept of you know don't don't kind of dilly dally and do nothing but also you don't have to have a defined path and you know you don't have to have written out what you're going to do every year for the next 10 years um do what interests you and be really good at that and and give it your all when you're doing it um but it's okay to kind of meander and do a few different things and as you say if you if you do a year in you know uh, medicine rotation uh, and then you come back to surgery well great you're going to be all the better for it and um you know we had Prof Greek mentioned doing some time in emergency medicine and then coming back to surgery and that again you know really helps knowing pulling those things from other specialties I think is um, such a really great way to broaden your horizons as a surgeon so definitely focused meandering was was one for me I think the other one um, that is something that you know I mentioned at the time is something I really hope stays with me you know for my whole life and I think is a really good lesson that you know, all of the listeners can learn was chatting to Tammy, Philly and Raj just about, you know, all of the surgeons at, when you're a consultant, you know, you're going to be part of a team and you're part of a team caring for a patient. And the most important thing is, um, I believe Raj said at the end of the episode, you know, not, don't forget where you came from and don't forget your journey along the way and the struggles that you've been through. And, um, don't forget that you're a part of that team as well. You're um, helping to coordinate and run that team, sure. Um, but yeah, you, you're part of that team. So what that means is being a team player, um, showing good and strong leadership, and you know being humble in in learning. You know you you never know everything, and um, you're never at a stage in your career when you can stop learning. So um, those two lessons will really stay with me. One thing for me was probably just knowing that all consultants were med students once. (laughs) I think (laughs) it's easy to see a consultant, especially like someone who's head of department or something like that, and just be amazed by everything that they've achieved. But sometimes, like to put it in perspective, they were once in our shoes, just like going through med school exams, being on placement, being scared to approach consultants. And it's just good to remember that and then... Like you feel less scared about the journey ahead, I guess, knowing that they were once in our shoes. 
I think knowing that Declan Murphy, you know, he's, you know, Professor Murphy, one of the preeminent voices on prostate cancer in Australia and the world, but that he also dropped out of med school for two years to be a DJ in the West of Ireland. That, wow. that, that was pretty reassuring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think for me, the lessons were all around what they did as surgeons. I think I just found it so inspiring and also just so nice to hear about everything else that they did um, outside of their world as doctors and surgeons and I think something the pandemic has been teaching me has been to take a step back from medicine and refocus on some other hobbies or creative things or other fun things to do and it's just so nice to hear the perspectives and the things that you can still keep doing even if you're like the top consultant surgeon or if you're in the depths of surgical training that you can just still keep doing those things and be a whole person with surgery as an amazing part of that life yeah that's a great point you mentioned um the ability to conserve what's important for you also found its way into some of the more i suppose somber things that we've discussed on the um on the show have been the issues that continue to exist in surgery as well getting the perspective of those people in the positions of power who are doing things about those issues but which continue to you know be pervasive um as well as the sacrifices that some people look any profession would have the things you have to you know forego at the expense of what you want to gain for yourself but there have been some very vulnerable admissions of what is what have happened along their journeys of you know losses or missing out on important family occasions to be there for all the patients you know that were important to those surgeons so we've definitely explored you know that it wasn't all rosy and lots of talk of failure I think that was a very powerful lesson that you know pretty much every one of our guests has spoken about a time when they failed something and you know as medical students we are um taught to fear that word basically and it's so important to recognize that it is a part of so many people's journeys and to that it can be something that is always going to be hard but can so many good things and so many lessons can come from it i think also on your point chloe um about you know having that life outside medicine i really liked hayden's perspective that it's almost like uh, this this concept of work-life balance is a bit of a misnomer. And Prof Chung talked about it last year as well. It's like it kind of implies that they're opposing forces and you, you, if you have more of one, you have less of the other. But, um, yeah, Hayden, I, I recall speaking about the fact that having a life and having things outside of surgery actually makes you a better surgeon. You're more relatable to your patients and you're going to enjoy your job more and you're going to be better at it. So, um, yeah, it's so important to maintain. I know we're on a serious topic, but that reminds me of Hayden's story about the goat. Oh, great story. (laughs) We've had some funny stories as well on the show. There was um, Warwick's interaction with the border forces where he was held at gunpoint. But they've all lived incredible journeys (laughs) um, and they got to where they are. So that's reassuring somewhere. Pretty lucky to have heard from some amazing um, guests this year. And they've all passed on really good lessons. So... Um, yeah, those ones we've mentioned, I think, are the most important for me. Yeah, and that's, I suppose, that's the vision that we have now for, you know, for the rest of this show because we've we've discussed the values of it, we've discussed the lessons that we all took from the show, um, but the other thing is that we're also coming to the end of our term as the team for twenty twenty one, 
um, with all these lessons that I'm sure well into our careers we'll chat about. Hey, do you remember we hosted that podcast? Um, that will be great. I wonder but what it'll be like listening back to this in 20 years. Oh, be quite funny. I think I'd be embarrassed more than anything <laughs> else. Um, but this is also the next thing that we wanted to finish on is that we have found a fantastic team of people to take over the show. Um, they've all amazed us with you know the ideas they have for the show, the, their own personal journeys that they took into getting to where they are. Um, and so it is our pleasure today to announce that there'll be you know, new people holding the reins as from next year. Do you want to tell everyone who these people are? Yes, we'll, we'll put them out of their, uh, their suspense. <laughs> so we're very um, proud to, to hand over our baby, I suppose, to Vanessa, Bella, Yusuf and Muhammad for 2022. Um, they'll be taking the reins at the Time Out podcast. Um, they'll be helping and supporting each other as we've done this year. Uh, and um, as Kanish said, they've brought some really great ideas and some really great energy um, to the table. So, yeah, we're, we're really excited to see what they can, uh, can bring. Yeah, and I'm very interested to find out as well whether they will think editing is hard, because for me it's still very hard, <laughs> but Noreen will make, that, it will make it that much easier for them. Um, so I think we're at the end of today's episode. I mean almost nostalgically, this is um, the last time we'll be gathering around a table to record. Um, there are some thanks that are definitely in order. And the one thing I wanted to start with was, you know, thank you to all the listeners that are, who are lis- still listening to us after all this time. You've reached out, you know, with feedback, with comments, even if it's informally down the corridor. We really appreciate every interaction we've had with you. and. I personally hope that you've gained something out of it, no matter where you're listening to it, and that you will use it in the future. So thank you to the listeners. Yeah, um, the second group of people that we undoubtedly have to thank is our amazing guests. They've passed on to us, and then by virtue of that, the entire listenership, some um, pretty amazing, some pretty vulnerable, some pretty inspiring stories about their life. And um, I know we're really grateful for that. We've learnt a lot. And uh, yeah, hopefully lots of people out there um, can really take on board some of those lessons and that can, you know, improve our lives, improve, um, you know, the the culture and the future of surgery as well. So we're really grateful to all of our amazing guests for giving up their time and um, sharing their thoughts with us this year. We cannot finish uh, without thinking well, each other and this will be a little you know gushing moment of um, it's been my pleasure really to interact with all of you across the different phases um, happy times as well as well the times where um, things were hard to pull together I know I have learned from each one of you um, your own different journeys how we had so many points in common as well I suppose that's what brings you to do the things that you're passionate about and so Thanks to everyone for inspiring me as well uh, for this journey. Here, here. Uh, yep, couldn't agree with that more. Um, it's been great to work with you all this year. Yeah, thank you all and thanks to all our guests and listeners. Yeah, it's been a fun year. So for the final time in 2021, this episode was brought to you by Aidan, Ganisht, Chloe and Noreen from the Time Out podcast. Thanks for listening and we're looking forward to checking back in in 2022. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'd love to hear what you think, so leave us your comments, questions, and thoughts on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages 
at The Time Out Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Spotify and Apple Music to receive your regular dose of The Time Out.